passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Trust me, I think I need one. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped's products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using Bubba as your promo code for 20% off and free shipping. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit is waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all the hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Don't forget about the beard shampoo and conditioner. You need to remember that your beard hair is different. It's more coarse. It's easier to damage than the hair on your head. Cap the kit off with some beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit comes with three free gifts plus a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code Bubba. Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 links. Jason from Melbourne. Jason, hi. Hey, what's going on, Bubba? What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, so I'm um, scanning through the radio stations because I'm driving down from St. Augustine to uh, Melbourne and... Uh, come across Lex and Terry talking about the whole um, Hulk Hogan deal and Rolling Stone, and Terry says that he talked uh, in-depth with uh, Hulk Hogan last night on the phone for, you know, so much time, whatever, about the incident and uh, made it out like they were best friends. I was just calling to see if, you know, if there was any truth to that or if that was just a line of shiz, you know what I mean? So you're listening to Lex and Terry out of uh, out of their Jacksonville Planet deal, and... Uh... It just goes to show you, sir, you know, I'll, I'll talk to Hogan here in a little bit. I'll verify that it didn't happen. But it just goes to show you, these guys, as to how desperate they are to grasp a hold of some of my lightning. You know, seriously. Well, just a blatant lie. I, I mean, mean, a flat-out lie. A flat-out lie. A flat-out lie. Really? To do, no, hold on. A flat-out lie. No, hold on. The flat-out lie to be able to impress the minion, redneck, toothless trailer parks that live in West Tick, Blue Tick Hills, Virginia that they're heard in because those people don't have the ability to know that they're lying. They just think, oh, wow, that Terry guy was talking to Hulk Hogan. They don't have a Bubba the Love sponge in that market to, to, to thwart their lies. Uh, and, and they're just trying to – they are such wannabes. I mean, just what a lie. It's like me saying, I, well, you know, I talked to Brad Pitt last night on the phone. Oh, and, but, you know, I can't yeah, believe it. Yeah. I was on the phone with Mel Gibson last uh, night. You know? Yeah, and what did Mel have to say? You know, I well, talked I don't to know. I was, Then I was on the phone with Manson. I think he might have been on with uh, with uh, Jay Leno. So uh, we were trying to compare notes. And Brent, who were you on last oh, well, night? Well, you know, Obama, Gene Simmons? Obama called me oh, last Barack, night. And he, no, wanted, he wanted to know what to do with the, economy, <laughs> with the economy. Right. He said the, the, the Ned, who were you on with him. last night? Uh, yeah. Everything you know, buddy. Topical. Louis Farrakhan? 
Yeah, from the dead. It's laughable. Yeah, I thought you'd get a good kick out wow. of that, Bubba. I didn't. Uh, Are you kidding me? I didn't me? take any truth to it, but you know, I I knew that they were just trying to. So now hold on now. So there. now hold on now. So so he gets on the air, Terry from Lex and Terry. Who, which, right. by the way, man, out of the two, man, what a homo. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's got I that block Ovechkin uh, comb over kicking, too. What's that, buddy? What's that, Spike? He's got they that, both look weird. Yeah, he's got that sure. Blago comb over on his hair, too. Anyway, so he gets on the air and says, well, yeah, you know, I was on the phone last night with uh, Terry. And uh, so I mean, what did he say exactly? I want to know. Right. Well, it was something like they, they brought up the topic. Uh, they run a little thing that he does where uh, I guess Hulk Hogan was in the studio at one time and uh, he comes on and says that, you know, he, Lex and Terry is his favorite radio station or whatever. And then he goes on to say, well, well I called uh, Hulk Hogan last night and we talked about it. And, he, you know, he, he was sympathetic or uh, he was talking oh about God. the kid driving around in his truck and all that, this and that. And basically, they made a whole skit out of the deal, uh, what it came down to. Of course, I laughed it off and just... A whole segment know, of lies they came over. up with. Yeah. Trying to grab a yeah, hold of something. Yeah, pretty some, much. You know, I'm, I'm the he bad. Just made it out like they were buddies, pretty much. You know, pretty much. You know, trying to sound like you. I'm the bad guy. I'm a hack. We can't. You know, we, we suck. Meanwhile, they, I mean, outside of Jacksonville, Brent, I destroy them everywhere. They they failed everywhere. Uh, what Clear Channel did? Well, you know, I'm not even getting all that because I'll get sued for it. Believe me, it's okay. You know, it's okay for Clear Channel to say things about me, right. but I can't say anything about well, that. Well, they they try to throw jabs at you uh, frequently, but um, they well, never name you. They say that you want them to name you, and uh, no, not at all. That, you know, your your market's Mel, uh, not Melbourne, but uh, Clearwater down there in Tampa and all that. And but but they'll never name you, but they'll steal your skits. You know, that's right. pretty much how that goes. Thank you, I man. Thank you so much. First on Fox tonight, Hulk Hogan stunned a lot of people when they heard about what he said in a magazine article about his wife. But I will tell you this, man: as bad as it, Rolling Stone is really hanging Hogan out to dry. They are gonna they are gonna sell some magazines, are they not? Yep. And that was their whole goal on this thing. Yep. About his bitter divorce, and from what he said, in context or not, it seems the divorce is getting the best of it. Now he's quoted in Rolling Stone magazine as saying he knows why O.J. Simpson did it. Fox 13's Deborah Bowden has both sides of the story. Both sides of the story. She has both sides of the story. Fair and balanced, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, fair and balanced. It's as bizarre as... And by the way, she was trying so desperately to get a hold of me. Uh, yesterday, and I just couldn't talk. It is shocking. Hulk Hogan in the middle of a bitter divorce. But you know, I guess at the end of the day, she found the grand, you know, the grand jewel. She didn't need if she if she tracked Hootie down in full flip flop fashion at Clearwater Beach. What do you need me for, huh? <laughs> Telling Rolling Stone he now understands O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the writer asked me, "Oh my gosh, didn't you ever want to flip out? Didn't you ever want to do the Hulk Hogan like in the ring?" I said, "Of course." Hogan, whose real name is Terry Belia, says the magazine writer spent three days interviewing the wrestling star at his home on Clearwater Beach. The magazine says Hogan is so bitter, he sounded homicidal, saying, quote, I could have turned everything into a crime scene like O.J., cutting everybody's throat. But Hogan says the quote is taken out of context. You know, there's that male instinct that you'd love to get him in the ring. I could have even went out and been like O.J. Simpson, but I chose not to. I chose to take the high road. And here what you have is, is him explaining that he understands why O.J. did what he did. And it's terrifying to my client. His wife's attorney says Linda canceled her flight home to Clearwater and is now in hiding. They're also <laughs> considering taking legal action. Oh, no, hold on now. But the only thing, now hold on now. This is, you know what? Now, 
Linda, in my opinion, Linda, she doesn't she, she just completely is being controlled by these attorneys. Now, Brent, these attorneys are now just absolutely ch- <laughs> chomping at the bit because this is going to be yet another way to work Linda into a f- frenzy and, and 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 generate fees. There's yeah. going to be an emergency. We, we you know there's going to be an emergency hearing next week, the whole nine yards. Yep. Hiding. Or maybe it's a brilliant strategy by Hogan to get her to go into hiding and stop spending money. You know what? <laughs> hiding. Wow, Manson. It's just the latest twist in what's become a very public family drama. Last month, the Hogan's divorce hearing ended in a near smackdown. And last fall, his wife's 19-year-old boyfriend, Charlie Hill, asked for a restraining order against Hogan. But the judge threw it out. She is, you know, giving him all of the spoils that a kid would have with boats and cars and all of the stuff. You know, but now, man, now they're going to go back and try to get that restraining order, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. And then you look at Hulk, and he's with somebody who looks almost identical to his daughter, uh, and again, could be his daughter, and it's all just weird. I'm doing great, and that's what the article was was all about, was how am I putting up with all this craziness? Hogan admits he's frustrated over the nastiness of the divorce, but he says he's put it all behind him. I wouldn't have... Which, by the way, man, uh, Brent, you said... I don't know if they put this in the Fox deal or not, but they, he actually was very misquoted. And what did he say about – tell me what you said. To paraphrase, he said, I, I, I had two choices. I could have gone the OJ route. That's what I, he said. Or I could have walked – this is his words. I could have walked in the spirit of Christ. I chose to walk in the spirit of Christ. So that's I mean, what, I mean that's man, what he said. Regardless if you're religious or not, I mean, how can that be construed as you're going to go OJ on somebody? If you say, okay, I could have gone OJ or I could have walked in the spirit of Christ, and I chose the latter. Yeah, in context, I don't really think there's anything wrong with it at all. Yeah. been in the wrestling business if it wasn't fake, so I don't think I'm a dangerous guy. If I haven't, you know, attacked the whole world by now, I don't think I will. Hogan says there's no... I have to agree. Chris, and, Chris Rock has said that in his comedy routine a few years ago. He's yeah. like, I don't agree with OJ did, but I understand. Right, <laughs> right. And it was a big laugh. Right. Yeah. It's become a point of reference. It's, yeah. a, like, it's a pop culture term now. It is. It really is. No danger, no threat. He also says he doesn't regret doing the Rolling Stone interview or what he said. He says he does hope that people will read the article for themselves and make their own decisions. Tonight at 11, is Linda Hogan really in hiding? The rather humorous response <laughs> oh, to that question on News Edge at 11. You know, actually, Manson, you're right. This could almost <laughs> just flush her in and to, to show the public how really idiotic she is. Because she's going to go into hiding. In hiding from you know, from, hiding. from Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah. you don't see that guy coming. Like, like Hulk Hogan can't, can't, like, he can sneak up on you, right? Hello, brother. Hello, 911 operator. Who, uh, uh, sir, who, who's trying to hurt you? Hulk What's Hogan. He, who? Who? Like Hulk Hogan. Oh, he, uh, is, is this, is I see a, him coming. He's walking about a half a mile an hour. Is he 6'5", is he, yeah. is he, is he uh, with a balding-ass hair, a bandana, yep. and, a, and, a, and the power of a fool? Yeah, he was trying to sneak up on me, but I saw him coming because he's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, oh. then, then he scaled an eight-foot wall to get away. <laughs> well, Hulk Hogan makes some rather shocking comments to Rolling Stone magazine. He talked about his bitter divorce, and he says he, quote, understands why O.J. did it. The article comes out tomorrow, but Hogan's talking tonight to Fox. You know, maybe Hogan, maybe Hogan is just the ultimate worker, my friend. You know and that I, you know that glove would never fit Hogan in the courtroom. No way. He would if he the, would sell that so good. If the like, boots don't fit, Hogan be like Hogan be like, Bubba, what? You got your wears on or piss hills? Why? Because I'm a little bliss outed. I need to make this gliz outfit. <laughs> Or he'd go down to Aragados, Brent, which, no, actually, he'd go, he wants the glove not to fit. So he'd go down to Aragados because all the MSGs and stuff they yeah. use. I mean, you literally gain seven pounds. Yeah. yeah. 
Routine's Deborah Bowden. De the glares of don't fizz it. Deborah. Well, Mark Hulk Hogan says that his comments are being taken out of context. He talked with the Rolling Stone reporter. I think that's just the regurged version of uh, the, the first one. Then finally, hold on. I spent three days with the uh, writer from the Rolling Stone, and we spent, you know, a lot of time together, and we talked about being positive and the spirit of Christ and taking the high road, and there were two choices, you know, to make the wrong decision or the right decision. And the writer asked me, oh, my gosh, didn't you ever want to flip out? Didn't you ever want to do the Hulk Hogan like in the ring? I said, of course. I've lived here 55 years. This is my home. And all my friends have saying, how can you handle seeing a 19-year-old kid driving your cars and living in your house and sleeping in your king-size bed at your house? And I said, of course. You know, there's that male instinct that you'd love to get him in the ring. And I could have even went out and been like O.J. Simpson, but I chose not to. Now, I mean, explain like that. It's, uh, give me a break. I chose to take the high road because I walk in the spirit of Christ. I'm positive, and I'm away from that whole negative marriage and that whole negative hate-the-world mentality, and I breathe fresh air. And I realize that the world's a beautiful place, and I didn't flip out. I didn't snap. I didn't jump off the Empire State Building. I didn't do an OG. I chose to take the high road. And so out of three days of talking with the writer, I know they're selling the magazine tomorrow. So I know you guys are going to buy it, but that's yeah. what we talked about, three days of why I chose to be so positive and not do what most normal people want to do is beat up the guy that's hanging out with your wife and sleeping in your bed and driving your cars. Have you been, have you been holding up through all of this? Well, I, I'm doing great, and that's what the article was, ta- was all about, was how am I putting up with all this? Now, if any news source, which Debbie, De- Deborah Bowden got the exclusive, good, good, on, good to her, but if they truly play this in its entirety, it's very self-explanatory. Well, uh, and, I, and I'm sure that the, uh, the Rolling Stone article that comes out on the 30th is very self-explanatory. Well, you, you know, and that's something where it all depends on how that writer <laughs> edited it out. You know Crazy. what I mean? Right. And, you know, the kids are of age. You know, Nick's 18 and Brooks 20. It should have been a simple divorce to divide everything in half. But instead, you know, there's people that are trying to, you know, inflict punishment and, you know, stir stuff up in the media. And at the end of the day, that's one of the reasons I did the Rolling Stone articles. They're saying, how are you doing it? How are you, you know, getting through this? And at the end of the day, it's all right already. It's God's plan. He's got a plan for me. And I'm not flipping out over, you know, a new story or, or stuff like that. It's just music shot, dude. I'm about chipped out. I'm ready to chip off. Hulk Hogan is called Bubba again. Jesus Christ. Let's hear what he has to say. Hollywood. Because I'm thinking, 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 dude, my private investigation. Hulk Hogan killed 40 people in Clearwater Beach last night. I saw he had a barbecue. He was eating real human hearts and livers all night long. Yeah, dig it. Man, you got, I tell you, man, you are the ultimate worker, my friend. You got the entire country talking about you today. I got every news source in America that wants to come into my show today. And, and I'm like, listen, man, stop. Dude, I, you, know, I, you know, I called you yesterday late because I was on the phone all day long, well, all morning long with attorneys. And before we even get into this um, situation with the Rolling Stone, what I was calling you about yesterday was that Linda, before the article came out, was already in hiding. Because next month, on May the 11th, we're trying to um, cut back her forty thousand dollars a month temporary support because it's my ability to pay if i was basically making you know you know hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars a month well then 
because I was married to Linda for so long, you know, she deserves to live a certain way. But also, you know, with the court system, it depends on your ability to pay. And since I don't have a job, and with all the bad publicity, the American Gladiators went away and Celebrity Championship Wrestling went away. I haven't worked since last year, except for a couple of personal appearances. So we were going in to try to, um, you know, this next month was to lower the $40,000 a month because I, I can't afford to pay it. So To get some relief so, on that number. Right. So yeah. when we're trying to get Linda's deposition, because now we're starting to get all of her numbers, the judge has been asking for three or four months for a detail, detailed accounting of what she's spending, because I give mine every month what I'm spending my money on. But we can't seem to get hers. Well, by a court order, the judge was upset with this whole situation. He finally ordered her. To, to give us her, her numbers. And so as we started getting them trickling in, we wanted to take a deposition. And so her attorney, Rafel, says, well, she's out of town, and I don't know when she's coming back. And well, she's out in California, of course, with Charlie, you know. And before this article even broke, we could not get a confirmed date for her deposition because we need that information, take her deposition so we can compare notes and find out if she's telling the truth or lying or whatever and get ready for this court date. And then her attorney goes, oh, well, I, I might be able to find her. I don't know where she's at, and I might be able to give you the her, give you Linda the Friday before the court date. So she was already hiding before this, you know. And then one of the other things that happened was that day I, you know, had that talk with Tim Stacy, the guy that, you know, everybody on the beach is saying, you know, the rumors are that he's the man and, and his... His uh, roommate, Brian Patano, told me that Tim Stacy was selling all these drugs and he had a safe in his house with the drugs in and, and the money. And, you know, when I had that talk with Tim Stacy, the Clearwater Police came to my house to talk to me about it. And so they told me what Tim Stacy said, you know, that I followed him to his house, which wasn't true. I followed him to Island Way, and then instead of turning right to go to his house, he went straight. So I told the cops I went right and ended up on the street this house was on. So I actually met him on the street, but he, he tried to lose me. But, you know, all the police had told me where he lived. So at the end of the day, Tim Stacy, the cops told me that Tim Stacy needed a witness, and as soon as I got behind Tim Stacy, the police told me that he called Linda on the phone. You know, and so, I mean, that's how tight they are, you know. That's what I was calling for yesterday, and this story hadn't even broke yet because Linda was in hiding, and her attorney wouldn't, you know, um, tell us where she was. That's why I called yesterday. Then the story broke. And now, all of a sudden, Linda's in fear for her life. You know, she's hiding and this and that and the other. And I told my kids yesterday, I said, tell your mom, well, I know she's working. I love her to death still. You know, I, I get it. I understand why she's working. It's it's part of the game plan, like the wrestling match. You know, you get everybody against the ropes. You're getting the heat. Now, I dig it. Wink at your mom and just tell your mom I still love her. No big deal. So that's what I was calling you about yesterday, right? Oh, and then, I can't disclose my sources, but she canceled her flight. Yesterday was the 15th. Right. Wednesday. She canceled her flight Tuesday night, about 10 o'clock. You know, and we're getting the records for that. So this whole thing that she canceled her flight because of that isn't true. So it's a big, it's a big shakedown slash work well, deal. No, well, we, the truth is she canceled her flight on Tuesday night because, you know, I've got some people that are in the, the travel business, and they told me that she canceled her flight, okay? So then all of a sudden, now she's using this to say she canceled her flight. 
Well, and I mean, if you take that, that, that's what I want to talk to you about. Yes, I played then, I played the Fox 13 stuff, and uh, you know, if if you take uh, your interview that you had with Deborah Bowden on the beach, which she's a great person, if you, if you take your interview, yeah. and, and you listen to it, uh, and you and listen to it without editing it, and that is, you know, hey, listen, I could have uh, I could have chose to go crazy and, right. had a, and had a crime scene, or I could you know cho- choose to take the high road and walk in the spirit of Jesus, whatever you said, and, and that's what I elected to do. What's so bad about that? Well, well, here's the deal, you know. Um, you know, like I said, then the story hit, and they're they're trying to sell magazines, and it'll probably be the highest selling Rolling Stone ever. And then maybe the next time they'll put me on the cover. Who knows? Oh, you're not but on the, you're not put, on the cover. Oh hell, I haven't seen it. I haven't read the article. Right. So I don't I don't know if this writer screwed me or not. Well, I'm a little worried because I spent two and a half hours with the guy, and uh, you know, I I was shooting. I mean, I was going crazy, and well, so, so I, was Brooke. Brooke was shooting too. So who knows what he wrote? I yeah. mean, if he but, but here's the story: <laughs> if he if he write if he writes it with the theme. You know, well then, Linda and everybody had their heyday yesterday, and I have not read the article, but if he writes it with the theme in which we were talking, I to- and I was standing on the beach yesterday. I mean, Channel 8 came by here, and I wasn't here. I was out running around, and I guess uh, certain people had called. You know, finally the TMZ guy caught me at dinner last night. But, you know, Channel 13 walked out on the beach. I was standing out on the beach just airing my shorts out and taking some deep breaths because it was so crazy. And when they came on the beach, I told them, I said, I spent three days with this writer. It wasn't an interview over the phone. The guy flew down. I spent three days with this writer. I took the hook, hook, line, and sinker, okay. And for three days, we talked about being positive. We talked about, you know, what I'm doing now with my life. We talked about the book I'm writing and why I'm writing the book, because with all the bad stuff that's happened with the economy and everything, you know, I'm planning on my, my greatest 10 years coming up because... I'm taking the high road. And then, you know, during this conversation, somewhere in the three days, he goes, well, you know, of course he had to ask the question, did you ever just really get mad or did you want to lose it? And I said, of course I did. I said the natural Hulk Hogan instinct would have been 20 years ago to beat the wife's boyfriend up. That's the first thing that men think about, you know, whenever there's a divorce or whatever like that. But the way things are nowadays, you can't do that. And I said... To add on top of that, it's kind of humiliating when you've lived in a town for 55 years. When I'm not saying I'm Tampa Bay's favorite son because there's been a lot of great athletes come out of here, but I did have a great career, and a lot, a lot of times Tampa Bay and the news would be proud that Holt was from this town. Right. So, so, you know, at the end of the day, being living here 55 years and everybody looking at me like, how could you be married to a woman for 23 years and some 19-year-old kid be sleeping in your bed Making love to your wife, driving your cars, living in your house, getting hooked up on your insurance. I mean, every one of us, yeah, you know, no, over the no. oh, no, hold on, over the over the tenure that we've had you on, on the general right. consensus of everyone, every last guy that I've ever spoke to is like, I don't right. understand how Hulk Hogan's dealing with this. So you know, uh, on top of you know the the writer asking me why didn't I react or snap, I said it's also hard beyond just getting mad and wanting to beat another man up like in a wrestling ring. You have to add on the humiliation of Hulk Hogan if. It was the greatest wrestler ever, and if I came from this town, and if Tampa Bay was proud of me, then there's a certain amount of humiliation that comes along with, good God, Hogan, your wife left you for a 19-year-old, which is all cool. I said, and I told him, I said, brother, I could have done a lot of things. I mean, I really could have lost it, you know, and I could be in jail the rest of my life. I could have beat the guy up. I could have committed suicide, like Bubba said, and taped the cell phone to my ear and jumped off the Sunshine Skyway. I said, I could have been an OJ and, and cut everybody's throat, but I didn't. I took the high road because 
I was at a crucial period of time where I almost wanted to take my own life. I was so depressed, and you were worried about me too, Bubba. When, oh, yeah, when, when you lived with me for those three months, yeah. just uh, about a year and a half ago, man, you know, yeah. I, I sat down with yeah. you several times. I, you know, I was like Terry, you've got it. You've got to kick out of this, buddy. You got a lot of people who love you. You got a lot of positive things going on. You got to, st- you know, it was. I mean, yeah. I think I think you'll be the first to admit that you probably were thinking that a few times. I was. I actually was. And and Ann Kerr said something to me, my divorce lawyer, that I'll never forget. She goes, "Now that you breathe clean air." And you're away from the hatred and the, the woman telling you to get effed every day and all the screaming. Nobody's screamed at me since last time I talked to Linda. And Brooks said the same thing. Nobody screamed at her since she talked to her mom last. And Kerr said, once you breathe the clean air, you can never go back and breathe this dirty air like you were living in and how negative life was. So at the end of the day, you know, that's what I did. I took the high road. You know, I don't have a white Bronco. You know, I'm not a, a, a killer. But what happened was, and I haven't read the article, so who knows what this guy's going to write. But I spent three days with this guy talking about being positive and taking the high road, walking in the spirit of Christ, and just really hanging on to my religion and being around people that really cared about me and were positive. And when times get tough, you find out who your real friends are. And anybody else that was negative or you know, telling me, you know, for $500 we could break people's legs, I'm not even interested in that. You know, not even interested. And I've been approached by so many people, friends and good old Port Tampa boys and different people that have had other suggestions, and I refuse to even go down that road that's not me. And and the whole O.J. thing, when I say I understand O.J., I understand people. Like when the hockey talk man gets mad at you, Bubba, you know, or when Vince McMahon was mad at me, or Vince McMahon went on the court steps and at, after the federal trial, trial and said, he was mad that I lied or whatever it was. When you saved when, his ass. <laughs> when my testimony gets I understand people. I understand agendas. And the whole thing was, when I said I understand OJ, that means I totally get it. The guy's depressed. The guy's negative. The guy's hateful. The guy's vengeful. The guy's dangerous. I totally understand that. But then I tag it always with, but I don't condone it. Right. I don't condone it. And... You know, no matter what anybody says, that's what I always said. And I've used that OJ line. I've used that OJ line probably twenty or thirty times talking to people just to make everybody realize that that's not what I'm all about. And so, of course, like you know, everybody knows they're selling magazines, and hopefully the magazine will sell like crazy. But hopefully, and I haven't seen the magazine. Hopefully, this writer will at least write the theme of the three days we spent. Oh, together. I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure it'll be fair. He just they they took a small little excerpt out of context. Somebody did to get. And you know what? At the end of the day, man, they are working smart because they got everybody in a full fever pitch right okay, now. Okay, you're right. I gave him a bone. Yeah. But now, have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided. I don't know, hundred bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best 
interest rate, whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. But now Linda, you know, who, like I said, canceled her plane ticket. Oh, she's, she's going to take it to the next level. She's going to work they're, it. They're hiding and she's in fear of her life. Now Tim Stacy, this guy that allegedly sells all the drugs to everybody on the beach, you know, and and, and, you know, his roommate, Brian Batano, that's the one that told me all this stuff. Now, Tim Stacy's in fear for his life. And Linda's lawyer called my lawyer and said, not only is Linda, Linda Hogan scared, but the guy that signed the confidentiality agreement, he's best friends with Linda, Tim Stacy's in, in, in fear for his life. So they, I gave him one. Well, you know, be be, be prepared for her her attorney to who you know churn one hundred and one. You have your ass hauled into a into the in court next week for more restraining orders and more menagerie. You know that, don't you? Well, at least she'll have to come back. I guess we need to take her deposition. But he told us way before, like I said, way before the story broke that she was unavailable and. Especially when we talk about the money she's spending. Oh, well, now she's unavailable. And, you know, Manson and, had the be- Manson had the best theory of all because he's so cynical like you. And that is, you go, maybe this is actually a, a master plan from Hogan to actually have Linda go in hiding for a while because when she's in hiding, she probably can't spend a lot of money. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's, she's kicking it out in California, believe me. I got people out there that tell me she's kicking it big time. Well, it's amazing, you know, how you have to be readily available for depositions in court and things like that, but she can come and go. I mean, this is like almost a part. This is like, this is like a... a, a a 17 or 18 year old that's been given a black card from their father and their father always pays the bill on the 30th. Dude, let me tell you something. Every month I report every dime I spend. If I take Jennifer out to eat or if I you know, spend money on bills or I spend money on vitamins or I spend money on dinners or, you know, I buy anything. I report every dime. We've been asking for months to get Linda's expense reports back since uh, end of October. And we're finally... We had to file a contempt of court motion uh, yesterday before this thing broke, 
because we we when we found out Linda, Linda's lawyer said she wasn't available for a deposition, we had to file contempt because we're trying to talk about lowering her forty thousand dollars a month, but she's wanting to walk in court, and we can't. We have no argument if we don't know what you're spending the money on, and so it's the whole thing is just crazy, brother. But you know what? The one thing I re- this is nowhere nearly as bad as the tapes being released. You know, from Pinellas County. You know what I mean? Right. But the thing is. It's what we go back to saying. Right when I thought, you know, the things were slowing down a little bit, they're nipping at your heels. You know what I'm saying? Here is what uh, Linda Hogan's rep just issued a statement saying, quote, unquote, we have always maintained that the fear that Linda has had to live with from the rage and instability much too often associated with pro wrestlers. The statement goes on to say that Linda and her family are taking these recent homicidal comments seriously. You know, all they do is call people like me and other people that have been around the family for well over a decade and realize that the only person that was really, uh, that was, that was, uh, instability, that was unstable and made threats and hit people was Linda. She's the one that hit the kids. She's the one that would field goal kick Brooke in the shin and call her a fat, dumb bitch. You need to go down and do ab workouts and, and cut down on your carbs. And she was the one that told Nick he's a you, you, worthless piece of crap and you're going to end up like your disgusting, stupid father on a sport that's not even real. Those are exact quotes, Brent, that I heard during, during dinner times uh, with the Hogans. Yeah, now, well, now, I had, I had a, this guy from Orlando call me yesterday and all the drama. He goes, well, don't forget my name. You know, I was, I was at the graduation night when Linda... Winbrook performer for My Chemical Romance or whoever it was, she opened up for the band and right. he goes, yeah, I saw her attack Brooke and kick Brooke and beat on Brooke and I begged her to quit drinking in the park and she kept drinking and he goes, because he heard all the OJ drama and, uh, you know, he, he called and, you know, so people are stepping up but it's it's just I think it's I think it's a, I think there's a far, far stretch from what you really said to what people are now getting themselves worked into a frenzy over. And if you say and I and I and I've seen the quote, and that is, you know, hey, I understand OJ. I understand that a guy could snap. I've chose not to do that. How that can can be construed as I'm going to kill Linda Hogan OJ style? I don't know. Well, I don't even know. I can't remember the guy. Is a guy named Harvey that runs TMZ? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, last night when I was going to bed, I turned the TV on for a minute to try to go to VH1, and Harvey was on, and he they had him doing a sit down, like a sit and lit one on one. He goes like Hogan, Hogan saying this, Hogan saying that he mm. understands OJ. How, how appalling! And, and he once again, he only had part of the statement, but he jumped all over it because how could he possibly say that? He's a sick man. But Harvey didn't, you know, finish the train of thought that I don't condone it. You know, I, just because I understand, you know, well, because that takes the story away. Yeah, well, I, I know, brother. Yeah. But it's, it's you know. So Harvey, again, you know, Harvey doesn't have a hair on his ass right now, unless you because Harvey will have this audio, Brent. You know that. Oh, he, TMZ contacted me yesterday. Yeah. So uh, about this whole thing. Yeah. So Harvey, you don't have a hair on your ass, my friend, and your show's really not real. If you know, here you are. You're speaking to uh, the source. Well, no, and, the TMZ guys. When I went to eat dinner last night, there was a TMZ cameraman out there, and they caught us walking in the restaurant. And I, I hadn't seen the Harvey comment yet, but I told them the same. I said I spent. Three days, you know, talking about being positive, and then I said I didn't jump off the Empire State Building, but I could have done the OJ, but I chose not to. So, the thing that Harvey jumped on was the media feeding him a question: What about Hogan saying he understands OJ? And he ran with it, but nobody gave him the other half. Or the end of the train of thought was that I don't condone it, just because I understand people that ride bulls or you know matadors that stick swords or something in bulls, or people that have rooster cockfights. I understand all that because I understand human nature and why people do what they do when they're distraught or they want to get excited by perverted things or 
They're murderers. I understand Charles Manson, but I don't condone it. That's not me. I, I don't believe in any of that. So Harvey didn't get the whole thought, so he he jumped all over just like everybody else did. You know. Now i got to ask you a question, man. Uh, yeah. You know, over the years, you've been, uh, God, I would probably say, you know, Vince rolled you out. You were probably in every major radio personality studio over the years, you know, pr- promoting uh, wrestling and television shows and the Hulk Hogan blender and the protein, whatever. I mean, I, I get it. And all too often, Brent, you know, I have these DJs going, you, you know, we got a bumper that says Hulk Hogan is our, that are where his favorite show in the entire world, Bubba. So he, I'm like, listen, I'm on a mark, first of all. He's really my friend, best man of my wedding, godfather of my son. I don't have to have a bumper from Hulk Hogan that was recorded 12 years ago about how you're his favorite show. Quit being a mark. Anyway. There's these guys, Lex and Terry, and they're hurt. We, we compete against them in several of the markets, and yeah. this really, really pisses me off. And I'm just doing it basically to accentuate uh, the fraud, the same thing that, you know, Harvey just did to you and, you know, embellish. Well, well the reason Harvey did it, and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, was he didn't hear the whole statement. Right. I, said, I understand it, but I don't condone it. Right. I don't think well, he heard that part. I don't understand and I don't condone when people, when radio personalities just flat out lie. Uh, yeah. I, hate, I hate it. That'd be like me saying, yeah, oh, yeah you know, because uh, uh, this would be the furthest thing from the truth. Spice, I was on with Mel Gibson last night, and, you know. Yeah, well, I was on with Brad Pitt. What, yeah, what, yeah. What, did, what did Mel have to well, say? Well, Mel said, you know, this thing, he was out of Costa Rica, you know, got caught with a couple little bitches. Oh. Maybe Oh, that's kind of bad, yeah. Anyway, that's a shame. Yeah, Brad was venting to me about Angelina and yeah. all their problems. Uh. Yeah, because I'm the guy on the radio, and some you know some jackass that's listening to me where else you know, didn't have a chance to verify that, so they take that as the gospel. Well, I have a chance to validate or confirm you know some of these jackasses' statements. And today, this Terry character from Lex and Terry got on the air and said, "Yeah, you know, I was on the phone last night for quite some time with uh, with Hulk Hogan, trying to talk him uh, talk him through all this and." And it got some pretty good stuff. So uh, as I have you on the phone right now, my friend, I'd just like for you to confirm or deny as to whether you spoke to Terry last night for quite some time. No, I didn't I didn't talk to Terry at all. But the bumpers that you're talking about are, I haven't done bumpers since, gosh, I can't even remember. Um, but I, I do know when I did a total bunch of bumpers is when all these people like Lex and Terry and, and Power 106 in L.A., all these people were helping Brooke, which I really appreciate. Yeah. I was in the studio with Brooke or on the phone. You know, these people have gone out of their way to help Brooke with their music. And when, and no matter what radio station it is, whenever they help Brooke with the music, they always, always ask me for a liner. So, I, so I'll say, you know, Hoss and Joe were the greatest you know, rock and roll station in the world, or Lex and Terry are yeah. the greatest radio station in the world. And these are just bumpers that it's just doing business, you know. And, and we've even talked about this before, but, you know, you and I talked, and, and you know, you said, "Well, this guy's done this, and this guy's done that." And I said, "Well, Bob, I'm trying to help Brooke with her music, and I'll just go on the air, or I'll just help Brooke with her music. That's it." But I just can't let my personal vendetta with you know the music, not with the music business, with personal people that you and I don't get along with. I can't let her ruin Brooke's career. So those bumpers are done to help Brooke. Well, you know, and you know, I get it. As a matter of fact, I was like, "Man, T, I don't care." I've never given you a hard time about going on a station because I know I get it, and I, oh, yeah. you got to make a living and you got to promote, and you're one of the best pitch men ever. So I get yeah. it, but just when I get guys that are going to bonafidely lie about no, having I you on I the didn't phone, I talk on the phone to Lex and Terry last night. I haven't talked to anybody um, <laughs> other than I was on the beach and Channel 13 had enough moxie and they were smart enough to walk around on the beach and 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 ask for an interview, you know. But I was just uh, I was just overwhelmed by the fact that all of a sudden out of nowhere I get for a Harvard by a half a statement or a half a thought, and it wasn't even the theme of the article that we were talking about, you know, so I, it was just, 
You know, no, I haven't talked to Lex. So Fairy, Fairy uh, Terry's a liar. Oh, yeah, he's a liar. Nice. Now, hold on. Well, but, but, if he says I talked to him, that's a lie. Yeah, Mick, Mick Foley said it best, my friend. Mick Foley said it best. You can, whatever, I don't care what, he said, I don't care how you take any of this. Uh, it's making Terry a bigger star than he ever was with people who don't know or care about wrestling. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you that right, brother. And it's it's interesting, um, Hulk, uh, because I was on TMZ's website moments ago, and I'm just like surfing around to see if they had uh, any updates on you or anything like that. And they had a poll on there of whether um, or not you understand your comments and your statements. And 60% of people understand exactly what you're trying to get at. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the people on TMZ just heard Harvey's comment last night, and he doesn't have the whole statement. They, they you prob, somebody probably needs to call Harvey and and tell Harvey to make a comment on this statement that you know OJ and the murderers and people that are twisted and nuts and and perverted. You know, I understand why they do stuff because they're screwed up in the head or they're not normal, but I don't condone it. And, and and that's basically what I said about OJ. Well, I think totally I think I think another thing that you said that you really I haven't accentuated that much, but is even more important than you saying that you don't condone it. I think even more importantly than that is when you say that you know people can take one choice or another, and I've decided to take the high road and walk in the spirit of Jesus Christ. You said that as well. That's you know that's saying that hey, listen, I'm not going to go lowbrow. I'm going to go highbrow. No, that's what we. I talked with three days with the writer about was, and he was asking me, "How are you doing this? How are you getting through this?" And I said, "Everybody asks me that. Some people talk, tell me locally around here, I would have snapped by now if I saw someone driving my cars and living in my house. I mean, you know, and, and some of the tourist boats that go behind uh, the Willowdale house that well, they said they lie and they say, well, there's where Elvis Presley lived and there's where Jesus Christ lived and oh, there's Hulk Hogan's house. I guess even Charlie was out in the backyard." And yelling at one of the tourists, get away from my property or I'm going to call the cops. Get away from my property. So one of the people on the tourist boats was telling me that Charlie was yelling that at him. And doesn't that make you mad? I said, you know, it doesn't make me mad. It's just so ridiculous, you know, that that's a marital asset. And even though Linda lives there, I still own half of, the, half of it. But now Charlie you know, acts like it's his house. So, you know, and all that stuff is crazy. But, dude, I mean, I chose, chose to take the high road. So, I mean, this is one for their team. You know, I had no idea that out of a three-day interview, they were going to take a half of a thought and, you know, take it out of context. But they, the magazine goes on sale today. I can't wait for people to buy it, Brent. I can't because I uh, one we might be in it, but two I can't wait to buy it so I can read the so I can read the actual quote verbatim and then show how whomever press release a quarter of a clip was able to get everybody worked into a shoot slash feeding frenzy. But the actual quote was this, if it's quoted correctly. So anyway, well, the fun, the funny part is that Linda's jumping on the bandwagon saying she's hiding and she canceled her flight because of it. But she canceled her flight Tuesday night at 10 o'clock, way before this article broke. And we tried to get her for a deposition and her lawyer goes, well, I don't know where she's at. I, we can't find her. I don't know when she's coming back. And she just did not want to do a deposition on the money that she's spending before we get to court. So we would have no information when we went to court. So, it's one for their team. They jumped on this free ride, and they outworked, they outworked me this time. You did, you did, you, you did one clean in the middle, but we got a, we got a bunch of other uh, bunch of other matches to go. Well, that's pretty much it. But I mean, 
But the bottom oh, line is, I think, I think you can walk. Huh? In, I think you can walk into the judge once this this real quote comes down. If they try to make something about it, I think you can walk into the judge and say, "Your Honor, here is the actual quote," and you, and it, in its entirety, the way you say it. And they have taken or whomever press released, you know, a small excerpt of that, sir. And now that has led into this feeding frenzy, and yet more fees and more restraining order. You but, so you can. I mean, I think you can show that. Yeah. I can. Say, I think you can show the judge just how absurd this and how much of a circus this has become. Well, the funny part is even these alleged drug dealers like Tim Stacy, they're so close to Linda, they're jumping on the bandwagon too, and they're in fear for their life. I mean, she told us under deposition, you know, that Tim Stacy signed a confidentiality agreement. I'm going, wow, that's interesting. Why would you need him to sign this? But the funny part was, like I said, when I was calling you yesterday, the Clearwater PD, you know, I met with a bunch of them because they had to talk to me about Tim Stacy's allegations. They said that he needed a witness, and Tim Stacy said, yeah, as soon as Hulk got behind me, I called Linda, like, you know, being Linda's biatch, you know. But it, the whole thing is just so crazy. But uh, Anyway, buddy, I want to I get you on the air and, and talk about this and, uh, and, and you know, bring, bring it out to the forefront and show everybody that you're not crazy. Stressed, I was stressed about it yesterday because I've been hit with so much stuff. You know, people are probably wondering, how come I don't snap? <laughs> but you know what, dude? It's just, just more bottom feeder type, you know, just more bottom feeder stuff. But you know me. This this whole Tampa Bay knows me. I mean, come on. I mean, give me a break. You know, I mean, there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel, my friend. Once you finally, finally, oh. hold on now, once you finally get rid of her, Okay, and once you finally make a clean break, as you've wanted to have a clean break now for a long time, but unfortunately they won't make it clean. But once, once you do, once you know, let's say that's three months or you know, thirteen months away. But once you finally do, and you know what your equation is, you know what you know, uh, then you can go out and you can make money and you can be Hulk Hogan and you can do things and you can li- live very modestly as you do. You don't need a lot, and you know, so there is light at the end of the tunnel because once you get done with this psycho bitch, then you don't have anything, no dark clouds left over your life. She was the only thing that ever brought you down. We would go well, out. We would I'm, go out I'm and trying, do. I'm trying to get a job now. I'm trying to go out and work now. But that's with the economy as bad as it is, and having the back surgeon trying to fix my elbow. I got to get my other elbow fixed. But anyway, you know, I'm trying to get a job now simply because of the amount of money that's being spent. You know, and, and the in the bills. You know, three over three hundred thousand dollars in bills last month. That's why we we're going in front of the judge going. We have to stop this insanity. You know, we can't keep spending money at this rate because, you know, number one, I won't have money for the Graziano thing. And if you added it up, like we talked a month or so ago, you know, another 12 or 14 months, and the divorce will be settled because there's no money to pay the lawyers. Litigation will end. But, I mean, I know, you know, Rafel said in court last month that he wished he had a million dollars. And I said in front of the judge, you probably will. And he goes, well, I hope so. So he's you know, going to keep churning and churning until he gets on, like, the Branco team, Linda's last lawyer that got a million four, and then she fired him. You know, but it's just, you no, know, but I'm trying to get work because the bills are, that's why I need a job at your radio station. Well, I, just gonna, I might, I I might have too much heat to work there. No, man, please. Uh, nobody has more heat than, than I do. I, I can't, I, I get less of a fair trial in this town than you do. At least you can get a fair trial. But anyway, make a long story short, I mean, outside of my show, let us help you get a job. What What would you, you know, what would, what do you want to do? I wanted to be an intern, but then after I saw that paintball incident the other day, I don't think I want any of that. Yeah, That's plus you don't, brutal. plus you don't listen. See, I run a tight ship. I tell people what to do, and every time I tell you, you bark back and like yell at me, you know, like say, I ain't doing it. You I know, never said that. Well, no, when we have you in here, like all you, like you, anyway, what, what could we do? How could we, what would, what do you want to do that we could get you a job? Man, I don't know. 
maybe I could be a news anchor or something. Uh, report the news. I mean, uh, I mean, there's probably some people out there, Brent. That are, maybe I could, maybe I could do Hulk the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I mean, you know, like uh, I mean. There's got to be spice. Somebody out there, maybe some multi-zillionaire that would want. Maybe you can, like, you know, have uh, if you're rich out there, you could just have Hulk Hogan come hang out with you. <laughs> there you go. Like, oh, I don't know, man. Do well, some break. Something will break. I mean, you know, I'm mean, obviously you don't want to be a bouncer at a bar or anything like that. I, I still think. I mean, when all the when all the smoke clears, I, I I mean, you know, I think you as a motivational speaker is gonna yes gonna be where it's at. Yes. Now let me ask you a question with this new book that's coming out. Yeah. I mean, is it a shoot? I mean, is it? A, I mean, it, it it's not on the business. Is it? Is it more like just the the trials and tribulations and the things that you've overcome? Or I mean, what's what's it about? The book that's coming out. Well, you know, that's one of the things under the deposition that I took last week. You know, and of course, I'm available for depositions at all time. You know, that's one of the questions Linda's lawyer was asking. He was worried about the book and how much I got paid for it. And I said, it's not a tell-all book. So tell your client not to worry. And he goes, well, you think that she's told all the little secrets about you? I said, dude, it doesn't matter what she tells about me because she's told everything and anything else will be fabricated. She'll make it up. It doesn't even matter at this point. Have I done this? Have I done that? Of course I've done it. I tell you if I do something. You know, everybody knows everything about me, but I told Linda's lawyer that this book is not a tell-all book. So just tell your client not to worry what this book is about. Is I got to the crossroads at Willowdale when my whole family was gone. I sat in the house for a couple of days thinking about jumping off the Skyway Bridge, which is true. I actually was that at a low point, and all of a sudden I just kept staring at myself in the mirror, and I shook it off, and I decided to take the high road. And it's the, the whole book is about with everything I've been through. If anybody should have defected, or if anybody should have gone down the wrong road, it should have been me. But instead, you know, I decided. High road, and this is about all the good things that are starting to happen to me as I keep, you know, getting shot in the head with a paintball as I'm running down the, the, the center of the line. You know, so now, now, that's, what, that, that's what the book's about: is taking the high road and being positive and planning for a great life. Had had you had you decide to kill yourself, and I know that you were close because I was in the mix. Would you you wouldn't have jumped off the bridge, would you? No, no, I wouldn't have done that. But the thing was, I the, the overriding thought was my kids. No matter how bad and how horrible I thought I thought things were in my life, no matter how bad I thought it was, nothing could be as bad as if I would have taken my own life. It would have destroyed my kids. If I would have so, gotten that call, which I'm sure I promise you, and you could probably verify that I would have been one, you, you would have called me, I promise. And I promise you, that's the first thing I would have said. I would have said, Terry, I'm telling you right now, let me come over, let me be with you. And just think about what you're going to do to Nick and Brooke by doing this. It's a, it's the most selfish thing that you could do right now, and it's all for you. Oh. And you've never been that way. You, that, in fact, that's that's why you are in the druthers that you are now is because you've just been so unselfish and put others before you. Well, now's the time to do it, and I'm glad you didn't do it, buddy. No, well, no, I didn't do it, and that was that was an overriding thought. But once you know those couple days when I was at my lowest past, you know, Ann Kerr said that to me. She goes, "You." Now breathe clean air. You're not around someone that's yelling or telling you to f off or telling you that you're washed up or you're worthless. And you're around a situation where your children aren't being yelled at or kicked at. And and she was right. It was all up from there. And as I get these little hits, like what happened yesterday with this quote taken out of context, it still does you know equalize how positive and how good things are going because I'm getting a start again. You know, it's all you need is to get rid of all this negative stuff. 
I don't care if you don't have a dollar. If you don't have, if you don't have eighteen cents left, it doesn't matter as long as you don't have her uh, and her hand out uh, in in your life and and the black cloud of deceit that she brings. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I promise you. Well, Brooke and I talked, you know, and we both agreed that any bit of negativity or anything that's wrong or bad, you know, even the quote that I said, it actually goes back uh, and it stems from one source. If you were to take Linda and put her on a happy island where she was totally happy and totally at peace with herself and her life was perfect, then that ripple effect of that negative radar effect that spans out all across the country from her, everybody else would be fine. There's no negatives except for that one source. So, you know, all, you know, and then, of course, the quote where I said, you know, whatever I said about OJ, but I, I don't agree with it, you know, or I don't condone it, all that stuff, kind of like in a way, and I'm not trying to blame her for someone misquoting me or not putting the whole thought in there, but it still has to do with that one source. It was said because of that one source, and if that one source was happy, there would be none of this. Well, and I hate to, I hate to use a, a bad analogy, um, and I don't know if I should even say this, but uh, you know, Nicole Kidman. I'm sorry, it was Nicole Brown, right? The guy that got what was her name? The one Nicole that, Brown Simpson. Yeah, Nicole Brown Simpson. I'm I'm sure that she was far more of a positive person. And far more than than Linda, but I, I again I probably shouldn't go there anyway. I have no idea what that. Person I, ne- I never I never met her before, so I have no idea. All I know is I know. thought OJ was innocent. By the way, yeah, well, yeah OJ was cleared. By the way, <laughs> not innocent. He's not guilty. Just, just yeah. cleared. Yeah, he, he's not innocent. <laughs> Definitely he, not innocent. He just got away with one. Yeah, he just got away with one. Uh, Chalk one up. But anyway, that's the story, brother. Anyway, Hootie man, uh, thank you for the uh, for the story, my friend. And uh, you know, been crazy. I'll talk, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Be careful. Be all strong. Right. Be strong. Okay. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Now we're going to see you as the man that makes them drink all the Kool-Aid, the Bub Army, how much they listen to you. Because if they can help Brooke up this time... I mean, but Hogan... She's gone backwards again. You know what I'm saying? I know, but I mean, we got to... We can't be crying wolf too much more. Hey, crying oh, wow. I'm just calling them like I see them. I know that. What am I crying wolf? I'm just telling you she went backwards. Okay, I'm just saying, brother. Thank God well, you... if you were here, I'd oh, wow. jack your ass up right now. Operator, won't you help me block this car? It's another call from Hogan, and I just can't take it. Call VH1.com. I mean, but Hogan. Call, call VH1.com. He's calling from L.A. He calls here every Bow, wow. day. Vote for brother. for brother. Just say it, brother. When I hear Voodoo Child, now I just go crazy. He calls us up and tells us all to vote, or Hoodie will get mad. So please block this number if you don't mind it. So he can say call up VH1.com and please vote. You need to chill out, bro. The army's trying to help. Why don't you hang up, Hulk, and vote yourself? Hootie, this is my appeal. To please stop this appeal. Call VH1.com. Vote for Brooke. I need all the Bubba Army to go out and buy Brooke's CD tomorrow. Call VH1.com. Vote for Brooke. Call. Vote for Brooke. Call. 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 Operator, won't you help me block this call? They can all book up this time. I mean, but Hogan. It's another call from Hogan, and I just can't take it. Call. Call. Oh, yeah. Vote for Brooke. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's the Big Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wants more votes from me and you. Vote for bro, vote for bro, vote for bro, vote for bro. That sound you hear is bow wow that the fans are taking. <laughs> Isn't that Hulk Hogan on the phone? Oh, yeah. 
The fans are taking it. Oh, wow. So please block his number if you don't mind it. Unless he calls just to tell us hello and to say that he was having bow wow. But then he had to quit because he bow wow. So hard that he blew out his hip. Hootie, this is my appeal. Please stop this oh, wow. feel. Call me on the 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 Call me on the